Welcome back to Blood on the Battlefield. It is a quick turnaround for us as we are recording this episode before the previous week comes out. But we are here for Blood on the Battlefield. And we're still not done crying, apparently, yet. No, not quite. So it ended no. pretty sadly last time, right? With the uh, Siri Vesemir situation. And uh, yeah, it's still that, kind that's of That's one way to call it that, the situation. situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm going to be away for a week, so we're having to record two in one week again. Yep, today we have the funeral. <clears throat> today we have the funeral in the morning. There we yeah, go. we're recording a little bit earlier than usual. Yeah, it's <laughs> 10 a.m. on a Sunday is always rough for me. Is <laughs> as you can tell, the cobwebs uh, in the throat still have to come out. But we did have a, a wee bit of fun yesterday mm-hmm. as we were live on your stream for Netflix to Doom event, and we got some news. Some is being very generous. I think <laughs> we got a teeny tiny amount of news, bare minimum, I would say. Yeah. About Blood Origin, which is coming out, confirmed date of Christmas Day. What do you mm. think of that? Um, My favorite comment, what someone said last night, was like, oh, I have plans that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's kind of a busy day. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of weird. Um, don't know why, what the reasoning for that choice is, but I guess everyone will be at home binging stuff. Why not? Blood Origin. It's only four episodes, right? So you'll be able to get it done before the rest of the family even wakes up. It's saying four meaty episodes. I don't know if that means they're going to go the oh, like British, long ones. British route of like a 90-minute episode or two hours. I really hope that's not the case because yeah. you have to structure like stories differently if you're going to do it that way. If you're going to do like four 90 minutes as opposed to four one hour so mm-hmm. i don't know we did see something also you know they announced like every single show under the sun or talked about yeah. it there was something else coming out on the 21st i don't know if it was the shadow and bone or if it was yeah, that's right i think is that was. what it was i think so yeah okay so another show is coming out like december 21st so i guess they're just staggering it yeah a little bit that way i don't know what the carryover is between those audiences i don't know how mm. netflix would know that but Yep, we are getting a witch miss again. It is just Blood Origin. They gave us absolutely zero information on yep. story. They gave us a tiny bit on characters. There's, they showed us what the type of instrument someone was playing. Mm-hmm. That Michelle Yeoh got to pick her eyes as Aqua Marine. She did. Yeah, and yeah. Mini Driver is a narrator slash major character. Yeah, so I think I saw someone post a photo of her in the show because uh, on the actual event last night, it just got kind of revealed that she has been added to the show. It didn't really give much away as to what her character was. Um, and then I saw a few tweets saying that she was going to be the narrator, who I think previously we thought was going to be Yaskier. Um, and now somebody's posted a photo of her in kind of like an elven looking gear, so... Might maybe not just a narrator, so yeah, it's kind of a bit unclear, but it's kind of weird that she's only just been announced. It's we were talking about it last night. We think that with all these reshoots that they've been doing, maybe she's a character that's only just been added in. Yeah, why would they literally just announce this character who's apparently a major character who's narrating? Mm-hmm. Why would they yeah. announce it three months before the show premieres if it wasn't one of those reshoots? And pure speculation. 
But the only thing I could even think of to guesstimate on this is when they first filmed it, when it was six episodes, like that rough cut was awful, was Mm. unwatchable, was an abject fucking disaster. And it required immediate emergency (laughs) recuts and a reframing of the storytelling or the narrative. And this is what they've done to fix it. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. I'm not trying to be negative, but obviously Mm. you don't do this if it was fine, like something went horribly wrong in the making of this and it required this drastic, drastic change <laughs> at the last minute. Yeah, no, I agree. That was the exact vibe that I got it for, got from it as well. Um, but yeah, other than that, we kind of just got a few of the actors talking about their experience on the show and yeah, giving very strange little insider info. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it. Like not, yeah. not trying to be funny or ironic like Genuinely. i'm just fascinated now more i want to know more about the making of this than i want to actually watch the show yeah yeah but that's like, what happens when stuff like shit goes down and you're not sure because there's that film coming out soon called don't worry darling have you seen anything about that i have not so it's it's a film um and it's directed by i think her name's olivia wilde she's an actress. oh is this the chris pine olivia yeah. Chris Pine, Pugh. Okay, Florence yeah, Pugh, yeah, yeah. Harry yeah, Styles, Florence. and yeah. the whole time, I've never heard of this film, had no interest in seeing it, but the whole media press tour of this has just mm-hmm. been so weird and dramatic that now I'm like, I need to know what, <laughs> what this film the is. The spitting on. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Pine spitting on Harry Styles. I actually, yes, now that you mentioned that, I have heard that, like, I guess that would be the conspiracy theory, is that this movie's getting, like, terrible reviews. Mm-hmm. And like this is their way of covering for it or getting interest in it is just not making this stuff up, but sensationalizing yeah. all of this where it's just like, oh, there's a rumor. OK, let's play into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why people like Chris Pine or Harry Styles would be into that. I can understand the studio. I can understand the director because she's been on a roll with every movie she's done. Mm-hmm. But now <laughs> maybe that is what you're right. Something brings this interest to it and you kind of want to just see what it is more of like you said yesterday emily in paris like a show that i've heard of but been like i never thought twice about it but you said it was the most unlikable (laughs) main character you said it was terrible and i'm like i'm gonna watch it now i'm gonna watch at least the first episode because i want to see what that hubbub is about yeah i don't know what it is about her (laughs) But she's just this American girl that goes to live in Paris, and she's just she's just horrible. Yeah, I mean, she's from Chicago, yeah, so she is. you know, it kind of does that. Sorry, Chicago. <laughs> uh, we also got a little clip, some behind the scenes of mm. The Witcher season three, which is coming out summer. There's not an exact date on it. Mm. Summer of twenty three. So pretty much, I would say, in the earliest, probably nine months from now. Yeah. More than likely, probably like in August. So That's a long time. That's months. them doing. I know the first two year gap was not their fault, but that is nearly one season every two years, almost. It's not good. It's they need to pick up the pace. <laughs> and, th- and again, it goes back to because I know a lot of people were saying, um, I don't like Tim, Valerie or friends over at Whiskey with Witcher. I know they were saying they were hoping for April or oh, not a uh, spring. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people saying they were hoping for spring. I think it goes down to the release structure of Netflix. Like they probably already have their string string. They probably (laughs) already have their spring schedule filled. Yeah. 
And so now they didn't even put a hard date on this because now they're going to fill it in with other mm-hmm. things that maybe have to finish and think, okay, we're thinking July. This can be August. Yeah. So yeah, we're just waiting. Hopefully we missed WitcherCon this year. And when I say missed, I mean, they didn't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully they do another WitcherCon. It can be in July or whenever the mm-hmm. hell it is. And it can be like a month or a few weeks before this. Yeah. You know, maybe even there because they seem to have mixed so much with CDPR mm-hmm. the makers of the game that maybe there's something there that they get a little to, new yeah, Witcher game, with them. something like that. Yeah. Maybe something along those mm-hmm. lines. I don't know. But yeah, so there was a little bit behind the scenes. They talked with Anya Chalotra and Freya Allen. The only time we saw Henry Cavill, I believe, in that to doom was for Enola Holmes 2, right? Yeah, so he kind of, he did introduce the Witcher segment, but it was like as a segue from, he was like, you might know me as Sherlock Holmes. And I was like, no, no (laughs) No one knows you as Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) And I like that movie. Um, And he did the kind of segue. Here's a little sneak peek. But yeah, it was then just Anya and Freya um, on some kind of behind the scenes day. Uh, but yeah, we didn't see anything of Henry we didn't actually see him in Geralt. Geralt. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? Very, like, very secretive. <laughs> I it's stuff like that that I just I just want to know why. I'm not gonna rage. I'm not gonna be like oh da da da. I just <laughs> genuinely want to. He's obviously the main draw to The Witcher. He's probably the only reason why that show has so much buzz of what it is. And it's just yeah, you would think he would be front and center for The Witcher. They're what I thought would have been like almost their flagship show mm-hmm. and he wasn't. So I don't know. It's, I just, it's fascinating to me, the decision-making mm-hmm. of the the marketing or lack thereof. Exactly. Really that's weird. It. Yeah. The department, the marketing department just has it really easy. <laughs> I, I guess so. So next up, at least confirmed is blood origin. We yeah. will see what happens in the upcoming three months. If you have not checked out our Cyberpunk Edge Runners episode, make sure to check that out. That ending and that song still mm. is in my head. It still makes me sad. Yeah. Like when I hear it. So yeah, check that out. If you haven't, it's I rewatched some of the clips and man, just that anime is just so jarring. It's just so jarring to me. It's so like the clip in and of intense, itself. Intense, isn't it? It yeah. is so intense. It's like always up at eleven. Always yeah. cutting, always all over the place. Yeah. And I I find some of the like some of the shots really weird. Like you would never ever have like certain angles like on an on a live action show, like super close up on the eyes and like it's just it's really funny. I love it. Yeah, it'll pan like they'll have someone almost like monologuing and it'll shut down. It'll just kind of just slowly pan. Yeah. Like across it for like 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, well, that's a way to save animation and (laughs) do that as it kind of really slows it down so they can really pick it back up. But yeah, we both uh, enjoyed it and we talked about it for a long time. So yeah, make sure to check that out. Mm -hmm. Spotify is up to 117 reviews. So if you listen on Spotify, have not rated it yet, please rate it. If you listen on Apple, which it seems to be less and less percentage wise that people are going away from the Apple. Yeah, I used Apple Podcasts forever from literally when I first started listening to podcasts in like 2014 or 15 or something like that up until maybe a year or two ago. And I just will never understand why Apple seemed to just abandon like podcasts to Spotify. Yeah, like it is it's, really it's odd. A, 
it's a trash app, like absolutely garbage. They make it worse every update, which <laughs> every update's like every three years, and they decide, and we'll just make this worse. And so <laughs> I finally went to Pocket Cast, which is just so much more friendly. Um, eventually, I'll get over to Spotify because I have music on it. I don't know why I don't. I think yeah, I'm just I use stuck Spotify. in my ways. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you like know. to keep just, it separate, right? Yeah, I not not like. Because I choose to, just yeah. more or less because I don't want to change over. Just a habit. <laughs> if I could like snap my fingers and move them all over to Spotify, I would. But yeah, I don't know. I just it's just separate. You're right. It's like a podcast app. That's a music app. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for the intro and everything. There, we're here for blood on the battlefield. It's time to talk to everyone after the battle. We're gonna pay a little visit to Wazima, mm-hmm. Emir, and reluctantly. Uh, Big, big decisions here. So we start off at this this funeral pyre. And no, Lambert is not on my funeral pyre. It's yeah. just it's just Vesemir. Although there's really not much. If like if Lambert's there, they just kind of talk about it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 not this monumental thing that like Vesemir was. Like exactly, Vesemir yeah. gets his moment with Siri. And I mean I think we talked about it a little bit, but yeah, just the way it ended where Siri's kind of, you know, cradling Vesemir and everyone's there and that's sad, but okay, here we go. Um, Geralt's trying to console Siri. He says no witcher ever died in his own bed. Siri grabs Vesemir's medallion and says, I will flee no more. Yeah. And just a little side note of Netflix Siri here. <laughs> this is all I think of now. And every time they say this line, no witcher ever dies in his own bed, I'm like, Nyeh. Well, last Netflix series soon. <laughs> eh, they can't really say that now. Man, that is, I'll tell you what, it's, we'll get back into it when the series comes up, but <laughs> the liberties taken with the Netflix series do kind of come out when, you, when you're when you playing the games like this and you think about them like one at a time like that. And it's wild. Like mm-hmm. when we, when we kind of compare it, if you will, with say like Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. Right. Those liberties taken are just, they are really big in the, in the Netflix series. And like, obviously with a lot of the reaction of people, it, I'm, not, I'm not breaking news here. No. <laughs> All right. So we get to talk with Avalok next and mm. he is very much like, yes, I'm sorry, but death should never take precedence over life. Uh, more and let's go. Back to work, everyone. We have to take counsel and sort out what we're going to do next. Yeah. He really doesn't have time for people to be hoping around no and i think that's more of not just the pragmatist in him it's probably also his nl elf and he sees these humans and he's like okay yeah. like uh is this yeah okay i can see y'all are sad but chop chop like trying to empathize yeah like just like eridan <laughs> in the last scene where he's like you humans will always let your emotions get the better of you or something along those lines but yeah you can definitely tell they're from the same group of people here yeah Next up is Eskel, and he's, again, obviously sad. He's leaving to go somewhere else to winter. Geralt can ask him to stay, but he's saying the place has been dying a while, and he's moving on. Yep. So kind of with Vesemir's death, the whole kind of school of the wolf, Kaer Morin is kind of over, and Eskel's the one that's been feeling that way for a while anyway, but now he, I think he says this is the final nail in the coffin for me. Uh, I'm going to go elsewhere, which is pretty sad. Yeah, we had a couple comments in the Discord about that. Oh, really? Yeah, this this is very much 
the that the school of the wolf is pretty much ending it especially is ending if you have lambert die oh yeah yours. exactly because that makes literally eskel and Geralt left and the one thing is one is yeah he um he didn't die as a tree it's not tree eskel so he's he's still around here yeah and <laughs> It also goes back to something that always brought up in the books where the witchers essentially disappear after Blood of Elves and they don't ever help Geralt. They never come back. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing here where it's like, why would Eskel leave? Yeah. Like, this why is... would he leave and go on his own and not help out? This was really odd to me because like, obviously the battle is over, but like they know that the war with this essentially a war with um Aridin and the other wild hunt it's not over like it's very clear oh, yeah. that it's gonna it's gonna rear its head again but everyone's like ah, i'm out see you later <laughs> apart from zoltan who's like we need to go and go on the offense yeah. immediately yeah. but everyone else is like you know we're going and yeah you, it's weird because obviously they've all come to help and they've all put themselves into that position and now it's like uh, I'm out. See you later. <laughs> and I get, uh, like, I get like Ermian is basically, I got shit to do in Skellige, but the yeah. door is always open. Hjalmar says that. Yes. I understand Roach and Vess when they go back, but Eskel has nothing. He literally has nothing. He is not even going to stay at their ancestral home. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to go somewhere. He has nowhere else to go either. He's just like, I'll find some place. Yeah. I just don't understand, and I don't think they gave a good enough reason for me not to be like, why the fuck would Eskel not see this through with his oldest friend, Geralt, yeah. and this adopted daughter he just put his life on the line for? And then, if anything, and it's, it's I don't think it's in Eskel's nature per se, but it would be a revenge or justice, if you want to call it, for Vesemir. Like, they just killed Vesemir. They just tore up your home. Mm -hmm. And you just I don't know. I just don't I don't think they gave a good enough reason uh, for Eskel to disappear from the game because this is it. He never we never see him again. Yeah, he's such a lovable character in the game as well. And he, you know, yes. talked about, you know, his relationship with Siri and Geralt being like a brother. So it did just seem you're right. Yeah, we never see him again in the game. Not in and any just, DLC. I don't yeah. think he's ever mentioned. Maybe in like one of the cutscenes at the end that I don't remember. But I don't I think that would have remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know. Really bizarre. Yeah, because we'll see, we'll get one with like Kira and Lambert. Like we'll get a one of those cutscene kind of animation things with Geralt's voiceover. But I don't oh, think yeah. we ever, I don't think we ever get one with Eskel. But to me, like if you were gonna do that, just kill him. Just kill like he's yeah. he's essentially dead. Just kill him and make make it more. My voice cracks there. <laughs> just kill him and make it more meaningful in that sense. Like really hit hard to where it's not just Vesemir. Like have Eskel die. Have Karanthir kill him right there. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, maybe yeah. maybe you don't want to do it back to back because it will take out one or the other, but maybe have Eskel die at the beginning. And then you're like, holy shit, this whole it's battle. Serious, yeah. It's serious because now you know somebody's died. It puts you in that moment of, oh, I'm going to make y'all fucking pay for Eskel. Mm -hmm. And then it caps off with Vesemir. So I know it's it's backseat quarterbacking here, <laughs> but I just I just don't like how Eskel just leaves and leaves Geralt and Siri, just doesn't fight the wild hunt and just goes on his way. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. So Ermian, we mentioned before, and I liked this saying that he had, where it's the old should only ever stick around to help the young. He's sweet. He obviously cares so much for Siri, doesn't he? Yeah, and he says there's always help in Skellige. It's always the door open. 
And uh, how's that tomato juice you're drinking? I know. I'm just trying to take a slice up there. Tomato. What kind of tea is that? It's Yorkshire tea, but I use oat milk, so it doesn't give it as much of a, like a creamy, milky color. So yeah, I always get that. And then people say that this mug looks like a measuring jug as well. So a I measuring do like jug that. full of tomato soup. It does. It, it 100% <laughs> if you're if you're not watching uh, the video of this on YouTube, it straight looks dark red <laughs> tomato <laughs> soup. I do like that cup, though. I like clear cups, especially for like coffee and espresso. Yeah. So Ermian Mousak says there's always help in Skellige, and he's going back. So that's, um, you know, he he was the one who raised Siri. Mm-hmm. So he, he helped out. And I'm sure we'll go back to Skellige soon enough. <laughs> Next, Roche and Vez, who are just bewildered by what they saw, saying, oh, now I've seen everything. Yeah, because I kind of think, remember when we went to try and recruit Dijkstra and he was like, yeah, it's not a real thing. Yeah. So maybe they were kind of half in that mindset as well. Like, surely it can't be real, but we trust Geralt. So they, yeah, yeah. rightly so. The, these guys are just kind of like, yeah, we can't even comprehend what's just happened. We don't know if it even was all real. It feels like a dream almost. Um, yep. But yeah, they head back to Novigrad, right? Yeah, they go to Novigrad to fight the next fight. Mm. And I think the arrogance of Dijkstra would be like, nah, I don't believe that shit. Even though Geralt's saying, you know, telling him about this, I've seen it, I've rode with him. I think Dijkstra's just far too arrogant to believe it. Where someone like Roach would be, okay, well, you know, he helped out here. And and I know somebody mentioned, I forget the name also, where you can go like the Witcher 2 route of spurning Roach and do the Scoyotel route and help Yorvith. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't matter in this game. Like he never mentions it. Yeah. And that would be like a big thing. So that could have been something kind of cool to put in where if you were transferring over your Witcher 2 save and you helped Yorvith, that Roach would be like, nah, fuck, man, you you sold me out or you didn't help me last time. So, nah, instead of that little thing of helping Vest there, mm-hmm. which again, if you let Vest die, he's not going to be here anyway. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Probably yeah. But yes, with the, um, that sort of Damocles hanging over my head for this whole podcast is Reasons of State, yeah. that quest. Um, it's just, it's ready. It's, you know, it's locked in my chamber and I'm just, I can't <laughs> I'm, like I'm waiting for that in my head when that takes place. Is it a side quest? It, it Yeah. You don't have to do it. You don't have to. Okay. That's no. why it's not showing up. But it, it, it's required for a certain ending. Yeah. You have to do it for a certain ending that also, well, I guess this one doesn't, but we'll get in there later. All right. So, and uh, speaking of Roach and Viz, uh, Letho, <laughs> Letho is here and I just love, Girl's like, how you doing? He's like, fine. Yeah, that's He's like, it. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, yep, that was something else. And he says he will stay. Geralt offers, you can offer for him to stay at Caremore. And he says he will stay there to figure out what's next. Yeah, which is a nice little ending for him, I guess. We don't really see much more from him, I don't think. Uh, I'm pretty sure I read a comment where you can like go looking for him in the castle or in the keep. Yeah. And you, you don't find him. So it's just like, that's him. A line drawn under, I think. Yeah, I don't think if you can actually go find him somewhere, uh, by all means. Oh yeah, let us know because because I don't I don't ever remember it. Also, I think he's kind of done, and I understand like a little more of he's obviously not as tight as Eskel when literally childhood friends throughout all they're with Geralt. But again, considering the way actually actually the only way you can end The Witcher two for him to even be in this game, <laughs> spoiler alert, yeah. is by saving him, like not killing him at the end of The Witcher two. And so it kind of goes to the same thing here where 
like what is Letho going to do? Wouldn't he want, he seems like he wants to fight. Like yeah. you don't have to ask him twice to fight. So why, why would he not tag involved. along? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's they just help out. It is like, I mean, I understand it's the problem. I don't know. It's maybe what Sapkowski in the books had where if you had four witchers running around together, that's way too powerful. Mm. But just from a character standpoint, I don't fucking understand. And Sapkowski, I think, did a terrible job. I mean, he didn't even try to explain why the witchers weren't yeah. there. They just it fucking just bolted. Mm-hmm. But I just I think the game is very lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't offer too much criticism of it. <laughs> but I do think when it comes to characterization, like why why would they not help? I don't get it. Yeah, and I think of like four witchers against like humans and stuff would be way too overpowered. But what we've seen in this battle is that the witchers absolutely were overpowered. And we'll speak to Yen in a little bit, and she talks about getting a whole different group of people involved because magic is so much more effective against them. Uh, so it wouldn't be like if Letho and oh, why is the name just left me? Eskel, yeah. Um, did stick around. It's not like it would be an obvious win for the Witchers. Yeah, and I think you know, like uh, you pointed out that they were done and dusted. You know, they they killed a lot of them, and only quote oh, only yeah. Vesemir died, which was again a little, very much a little. How do they lose the battle without everybody dying? You know, they just got frozen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, they could. Uh, again, I guess we're we're starting to get into like the nitpicking yeah. of things <laughs> to do. But in the next episode, we'll talk about how Geralt and Siri get split up to do something. So mm-hmm. that'd be something. And again, like it's not. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Well, this, 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 and this." But to me, like the justification for them not staying around, uh, I just did not see it. Yeah. Hjalmar. Up next, he has paid his debt. He's back to Skellige, and he says, "Care troll the gates are open to him at all times." Very nice. I actually read that we know that Vicky the loon dies. Yeah, but so does the other guy. See that? I saw that too, but then I saw another thing that didn't mention that he died. And yeah, so I've only ever seen that Viggy died. He gets no mention here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hjalmar doesn't mention him either. Exactly, like, yeah, his boy. And Folon, yeah, and see, so I've always, yeah, I've always just assumed that it was Viggy that died because I remember, like, looking up Folon's thing because I looked it up on the Witcher wiki. Folon, it doesn't mention that Folon died. Oh, so the only thing that I read, maybe maybe someone just assumed because he wasn't at the funeral see, pyre. That's, I, that's, yeah, I think I read the same thing. Yeah, maybe that was why, but... um. Yeah, Hjalmar was just kind of like, if you ever need anything, we're we're here. Uh, and Geralt, I think in the video that I watched, Hjalmar might have been king. Does Hjalmar come to the yeah. battle if he's Hjal- king? Yeah. Yeah, like, um, yeah, he comes if he's king. Or if Ceres sends him. Ser- yeah, or he'll, if Ceres, yes. Yeah, so Hjalmar is always there, even if he, even if, which again is really funny, say, if he died there. And mm-hmm. then, oh, his king, oh, our king died like by himself or with Viggy and Folan yeah. <laughs> off in the fucking mountains <laughs> at this Witcher stronghold. Like, okay, kind of weird, but fine, fine, fine. He's a, he's a fighter. And mm-hmm. again, we talked about it before childhood friends with Siri. They were quote betrothed, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you know, that kind of, that doesn't get mentioned too much or whatnot. It's not, it's not a big deal, but yeah. it would explain why Hjalmar came to help Siri. Yeah, exactly. Zoltan though is he, he's, I'm sorry, Geralt. I'm really sorry for Vesemir, but we got to fucking counterattack right now. Yeah, like, it was like a we've bull, go. 
<laughs> a bull charging at a heifer. It's like, uh, Zoltan? Wait, what? <laughs> is that what we're going to try to do? Is he like metaphorically saying we're going to fuck the wild hunt? Or <laughs> <laughs> like he said that, I'm like, I got, I got you the first time, but a bull charging at a heifer. Um, what do you think that bull's going to do, Zoltan? <laughs> I didn't even pick want? up on that. <laughs> oh, I did. Because I remember thinking, like, why would he say heifer? Yeah. Why wouldn't he just say, like, a bull charging? That makes it more weird. It does. But he's kind of like Avalok here. He's like, all right. Because Geralt's saying, well, it's just not that simple. He's like, sleep or drink it off, whatever. Yeah. Get your head He's like, get your head right. Get in the game. Because we got to go. And then, like, that's it. It's like, okay, Zoltan's not fucking around here. Yeah. And this is kind of what I would have loved to see from the other witchers like we said before as well like yeah this sucks but let's plan what we're going to do to counterattack this because it's obviously like even siri says i'm not going to keep running it you know you've saved me for what a week a month it's not that it's not over yeah and we'll we'll get more into when like siri because it's okay when we <laughs> get to the the big four there at the end we'll get that but the next witcher is uh kira and lambert mm -hmm. are together and they say they're gonna leave together because she needs the help of a witcher and lambert has volunteered and if kira is here that means she's the one who personally saved lambert exactly yeah and i just thought she was so savage here because Geralt kind of says thank you so much for coming to help us and she's like to be honest if i had known what was gonna happen i would not have been here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I would have known that was it. I would not have fucking come because she'd come. Far yeah, away. <laughs> yeah. I might want to continue my sentence there. She comes. Well, maybe she'll come <laughs> later with uh, Lambert. But she arrives or heads to Caremoran way early in the game before yeah. we even know. Before Geralt has found Siri, mm -hmm. she is the first person I believe you can recruit, or maybe you can get Letho. Actually, maybe you can do Letho's side quest before. Possibly. You do, yeah. you do Kira's. Yeah, I can't remember that exactly. But she's one of the first, and it's way before we know even remotely what's happening. So Kira's just chilling there, and all of a sudden, everyone comes up. Hey, the wild hunt's coming. Uh, the she's what? like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, the wild hunt. Um, Let me do my research. And, when you uh, talk to... Oh, go, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, they obviously go off to wherever to talk about this new thing that Kira has an idea of. Is this where people are getting the idea from the School of the Lynx for the new game? Yeah, that's a big... Uh... That's a big rumor because somebody did like a massive like fanfic oh, yeah. on the Witcher wiki of them starting a new school, a new Witcher school, which, again, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. But if there's anything we have learned from Lambert's backstory exactly. is he fucking hates the idea of Witchers mm -hmm. and not having a choice. And so I didn't read it. I'll admit that unless this is something where. It's just a new camaraderie school. But if yeah. it involves actually the fucking trial of the grasses, which there's no way they can. Oh, unless they, they created a new way with Kira. OK, that can be true if that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Like there's no fucking way Lambert character would do that, would restart witchers and taking kids and mm -hmm. killing them. I, yeah, I just I don't, I, don't, I don't like that idea at all. Yeah, there must be something more to it, because like you say, he absolutely wouldn't create a new version of school of the wolf because he resents it so much but maybe he yeah. wanted to make his own version of something better i'd be it'd be interesting you, to read for sure and that's the thing maybe instead of just like purely speculating like yeah. this, maybe we should read <laughs> it should read but it. <laughs> i do think with a lot of fanfic it goes to what they want or what people think would be cool and they don't take into account 
the characterization. Yeah. yeah. Like they'll have Geralt do things. In this case, they'll be like, well, witchers are done. Who can start a new one? Oh, Kieran Lambert did it. Like they didn't stop to think about mm-hmm. what Lambert's actual thoughts on being a witcher is and his thoughts on the school of the witchers, which is profoundly negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just saw the opportunity for the story when these two kind of ride off into the distance. Yeah. When you talk to Lambert, how are you holding up? How am I holding up? What, my dick? It's <laughs> shit, Geralt, and you know it. It's like, well, Lambert, never change. Yep. <laughs> he just is he says still the same. <laughs> he's still the same. He says Vesemir deserved a better death. He got crushed like a louse. And so, you know, you can call him a pessimist, a cynic, whatever. Much as ever that Lambert thinks that he died for nothing. You know, like, a, and it goes back to, like, the witchers. You know, maybe they always, because they don't die in their own beds. They always die like a glorious death. But it's like, they fucking don't. Like, they're no. going to die to some monster like in a gutter or a swamp yeah. sometime sooner or later. Yeah, it's very rarely a, a big event. <laughs> nope. So with that, they are gone. And this actually, see, this right here is actually giving Lambert a reason to leave and do something. Yeah. Like he said, I'm going to go with Kira. This shit is done. You know, I still, it's still really weird that he would not help Siri and Geralt. I still find that weird. But they gave a reason, a very good reason, where Lambert's going. Like, he has a reason to leave. He has a place to go with somebody. Mm-hmm. And Eskel and Letho don't have that. They just kind of had it up in the air. And so this, I thought, was actually good. Yeah, it was a nice little conclusion to their story. Um, I can't remember what Lambert says he's going to do if Kira's not there. Oh, yeah, we didn't look that up because Kira's always there. Yeah, so I know that when you speak to him... If Kira's not there, he just does this same, what am I holding up? My dick, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he's still just annoyed. But I don't know if it actually gives him a conclusion to his story. That's true, because that would have been my first playthrough, because I killed Kira. Yes, yeah, but playthrough. I just can't remember. Man, it's funny. I can't remember that one line from seven years ago. Where's my yeah. mind gone? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, in the comments there, if you're watching on YouTube, let us know what it is. Next up, we go to Vesemir himself on his pyre. Geralt's very solemn. He says he'll remember his teachings and the sacrifice he made. Yeah, it's a very sad moment. I think throughout this whole scene, like the sad faces really get me. Yennefer's sad face always get me. We see it in The Last Wish and we see it here. It's just her wee eyes. I don't know what it is about the face, but it just breaks my heart. And Geralt's when he's right up at the pyre also. It's just heartbreaking and you can tell that it's really really affected them yeah and we will see that potentially with the some decisions we may make later mm-hmm. with siri so that's everybody i think we've covered everybody that would be up there by the pyre <clears throat> we now go down the path a little bit where avalok tris yin in siri are talking or we should say avalok tris and yin are planning and then we yep. start to plan siri's just kind of over there, Avalok says we must hide Siri, gather our forces again. So immediately, it's about protecting Siri and just hiding her and putting her away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think even previously, Geralt said, you know, we'll hide you from them. Don't worry. And she's like, no, you said what her line was. I'll run no more or hide no more. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Yen and Avalok are getting into like a pretty heated discussion as we walk down. Uh, and... Yen is saying that the only way to combat the hunt is going to be to regroup some of the other sorceresses that she knows. The Archmistresses of Magic, and this is the Lodge. 
The Lodge of Sorceresses, which was pretty much kaput in The Witcher 2. Okay. Some of them died. They've been kind of, there's like a diaspora, if you will, which is why Kira is like hiding out in Velen. Yeah. That they're pretty much wanted. They were never, it was never legal or good in Nilfgaard. And with the way the game has gone with Radovid taking over and persecuting and having purges of mages and magic, they are persona non grata pretty much everywhere. And Yen, in her very Nilfgaardian ways, mm-hmm. which that's a whole other thing to discuss is Yen's Yen's relationship with Nilfgaard and with Emir is very much a height of controversy, mm-hmm. as they may say across the pond, a controversy, <laughs> just because of what transpires at the end of the books in regards to what Emir did to Geralt and Yen. The fact that Geralt is very standoffish with Emir and Emir is very standoffish with Geralt makes sense, but Yen is very cozy mm-hmm. with Emir and the Nilfgaard, and I know it's very pragmatic because she makes this deal with Emir to grant the Lodge amnesty in return for their help with Ciri. So this I get, like, before just, just helping out is very much like, why would they trust Emir? Yeah, but there exactly. is this, there's this common thing with Ciri, and if they believe that Emir is trying to find Ciri with good reason, I can understand why they're making these deals, why she yeah. is. Yeah, so it's like strictly business. She knows that she can get what she needs by kind of becoming an ally with him, but still kind of keeping him at arm's length. Yeah, you can't, again, with what happens at the end of the book, you can't ever fully trust Yeah, like what's going to happen there. It's very interesting in that sense. So they're talking about all this and Siri rightfully, and it is, it's really frustrating again. I know I've said it before, watching the way they treat Siri, which yeah. is like that little girl that they all see her as, or even Avalok doesn't really see her as a child because he didn't really, well, he actually kind of did because they did go back to the books where she was a bit younger. But Siri gets mad about all this planning without asking what she thinks. Yeah. And I love that not only does she storm off, she calls out their courage and conviction, basically saying, y'all are a bunch of cowards that have, <laughs> don't have the courage to face this on. Like, I'm going to go fucking do something while y'all sit here and talk. Exactly. I always get the vibe that um, Avalok kind of sees her not even like as a human. He just kind of thinks is this thing, this like entity that we have to protect. It's a means to an end. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like he just sees her power and he yeah. knows that she can't control it. And he just thinks that it's something he can kind of mold and make work. Um, but yeah, the others definitely still look at her like a child. And it would be so annoying. So I totally understand why they all, why Siri kicks off with them for sure. It's something to definitely compare if you've played The Last of Us One. Okay. And I know you haven't done it. And I know you're planning on it. If it comes out on PC, I'll play it. Yeah. Okay. I think it actually is supposed to. I think that the remaster, whatever they call it, the port, whatever it is, is supposed to. Mm-hmm. Because it very much, to me, it's almost like a direct comparison of what Siri is and what Ellie is in The Last of Us. They're mm-hmm. both like this vessel that is more important than any one of them. And you have a father figure and you have others. And the reasoning behind there is it makes sense. And if you're saying like, oh, this is my child, which they're both adopted children, like in a, in a way, mm-hmm. uh, the reasonings are very different. Joel's reasonings and Geralt's are very different but they kind of have this they share this common way they feel and the way they see here and then what people see them as is they're both like fucking saviors of the world Mm -hmm. and what they do and so 
I completely understand why Avalok sees her that way. She is literally the key to stopping the end of the world. Like mm-hmm. If she does not harness the power, the world ends. Everybody fucking dies from yeah. all over, from his world, from this world. Everything is gone. Mm-hmm. And so I can understand why, like why he's doing that. And I do like that when Siri storms off, we have the choice of basically saying, I'll go get her. And if you say you'll go get her, Avalok stops you and is like, nope, let her go. Mm-hmm. Like, let her get it off. We'll we'll be fine. Or you can say, let her go. And the same thing happens. Yeah. But you can actually have this decision doesn't matter in the end. But you can kind of do it to where you make the wrong decision. The game kind of lets you know, like, no. Yes. Let her go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's still just very much nudging you towards this whole, just let her be herself. Um, Because... But yeah, the way she runs off, doesn't she run? Yeah, you're right. She goes, gives it, has a go at them about their courage during the battle. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm going to do it. Storms off. And I don't think anybody else tries to go after her like Triss or no. Yen don't. No. But like you say, you can have a choice, which doesn't actually affect the outcome. But it is nice that as a player, you can do whatever you feel in the moment is right. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly what I did, no. but. The first time I don't remember, but obviously now the trick to this game is letting Siri do her own fucking thing, find her own way. Yeah. And don't treat her like a child. Mm-hmm. So they say they will meet up at Dandelions Inn in Novigrad after all this. Triss and Yen leave to go find the mages and Avalok, Siri, and Geralt stay at Kermorin with some training. And later on, as we get out in this courtyard, Siri mm-hmm. is struggling with Avalok's training after eight attempts. And uh, she's failed all this time. And Geralt and Avalok kind of have this moment where, and I don't even remember who would have initiated it, but they kind of look at each other and like Avalok understands like, okay, I'll give her some time. Or they kind of have it to where, okay, you, you handle this. And he says, all right, we'll try it later and leaves. And it's just Geralt and Siri. And Geralt says she failed at the gauntlet a lot also. (laughs) Just, just make it even worse. Why don't you Geralt? And she kind of just says, like yeah, not not now. I'm stressed, and she's very. I yeah. love how vocally and like expressively Siri just talks and communicates how frustrated she is. Like, you know, this is like her family, and she's very open with expressing how frustrated and annoyed she is at not being able to do something quickly. Um, and this is where we get one of our. Well, it's not one of the first ones, but. In this quest, you get two or three, two? We've got two of them that we'll talk about today. There's one yeah. here and then one if you go. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's the timed decisions, which I hate. Because <laughs> 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 you never see them coming. And then all of a sudden, it's like tick tock, tick tock. Got to pay attention. Yeah. And uh, Siri basically asks Geralt, how does he cope? How does he stay composed? Um, when he's got so much on his mind, how does he always stay focused? And you get to say, you know, tell her to relax. Wouldn't recommend that. You don't have to be good at everything. Or you can say, I think I might know what will lift your spirits. Yeah, and I think this is one of those, I think on its head, like it's okay to tell somebody, hey, it's okay, you don't have to be good at everything. Like I, I legitimately think that is good advice. Maybe that's good advice for a regular person. Maybe not for this child of elder blood yeah. <laughs> who sees it that way. But again, having been involved in athletics and coaching, 
you have this where you have this top athlete who's been a stud their entire life mm-hmm. and they finally get to a big high school and they're not that stud anymore. And it's like, oh, it's okay. Maybe not. Maybe the thing is to say you don't have to be perfect at everything. Maybe the good at everything is yeah. kind of the bad thing. But I do think it's very clear. I think I know what might lift your spirits. That's that's the better one. Maybe that other one's not bad. But mm-hmm. it's very clear that that one's like a better thing is trying to cheer her up as opposed to almost like negging her in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of like the game mechanics, uh, you don't have to be good at everything is a negative. Yeah, it it contributes towards a negative ending, whereas um think I might know how to lift your spirits contributes to a positive ending. Um, yeah, and this, I actually this is only big one. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the big ones. And I have only ever selected the second option, the good option. So I've only just watched that negative option for the first time there, like an hour ago. And it's so, like, she looks so sad. So if you select um, relax, you don't have to be good at everything. Geralt recommends that he and Siri go and drink some of Lambert's famous home brew. And they basically just go get a a bit drunk. But Siri just looks really, really sad. And girl just pours her another drink. She's miserable. And I had, I, I think, I don't know if I've seen this before, but I definitely don't remember seeing the kitty. You yeah. see the kitty and there's a bird in her mouth. And I'm like, that has to be a swallow. Yeah. And I looked it up and people are saying, oh, that's a big hit. That's a swallow. I've never seen anything that confirms that that is actually a swallow which is a type of bird, which is series nicknames are real and all that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's, if you didn't know this was bad, that's a big hint right out of the gate. Yeah. And then as they're talking, you might be like, okay, they're, they're having a drink together, which is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All about having a drink, but no, Siri is utterly miserable. She says, pour me another one. And she doesn't ever like move. Her expression no. never really changes. And then Geralt kind of just tips the cup. Like they don't actually like cheer or give a toast. And very clearly, I think if you chose this one, you knew right away. Like, this was a bad one. Yeah, this was not a nice, not a very pleasant scene, especially since, you know, we've we've seen such nice moments with Geralt and Siri where they're hugging and it's a very lovely father-daughter kind of relationship. And this just seems really, really depressing. And I like it too, because in Mercifully... Like my grandfather was an alcoholic and, you know, they say it's, it's an old wives tell, I'm sure. But it's like alcoholic, alcoholicism, alcoholism, yeah. like skips a generation. And oh, okay. so, yeah, because like my parents don't really drink at all. And mm-hmm. like I do and I obviously like to drink, but <laughs> never in my life from when I started drinking to this day, I don't drink when I'm sad. Like no. drinking to me is always it's fun yeah, it's time to do it, which is probably why right after my breakup, <laughs> why I was in like the best shape because yeah. I didn't drink. <laughs> exactly. I like because I was I was eternally like depressed for months and all I did was work out and not drink. So maybe that's I, the thing. Yeah, I would <laughs> never I need turn to go to that to, mentality. Yeah, I would never turn to drink if I was sad either. It's, no, I don't have that like that wiring in my brain either. Well, um, I just equate it with like going, going out and yeah, like partying, like having yeah. fun with your friends. Like it's just a little you know social thing to do for sure yeah and now it's honestly more even with like streaming and yeah. like even if like you know i don't drink more if i'm not having fun it's only when you're having fun 
to do it. So I do think this was also another thing by CDPR to show like negative effects of like drinking or like yeah. alcoholism. Like wh why am I having alcohol alcoholism? Yeah. Alcoholism. Why, that word is not rolling off my tongue today <laughs> uh, to kind of show that as well. But the good choice, we get the snowball fight and you know, this was a good one. Oh, like, for sure. It's just 100% completely joyful. And I love that Geralt teases her a little bit. He's like, um, actually, yeah, I do know a way you could uh, de-stress. There's a certain ancient method that Vesemir taught me and his father figure taught him. And then he just starts just <laughs> throwing snow all over her. Yeah. And it's, it's so fun. You get to do like an, a little, you know, pretend fight scene and have to dodge snowballs and throw snowballs at her. And she starts using her powers to like zip around and teleport. And uh, she claims that Geralt was cheating and then she does that. So. Yeah. <laughs> The last time I did this, this took me so goddamn long. Did it? <laughs> because the anime, you know, it's it's not like press to throw and he just fires it off, you know, no. like he's throwing a, throwing a four-seamer right down the middle of the play. It's just <laughs> like the throwing is just such a... It's like when you throw bombs and stuff in the game as well. He kind yes, of he kind like of backhands grenade. it. And he's like, yeah, oh, it's you're really right. Bizarre. Yes, it is. It's the backhand yeah. that just kind of like takes it so long. I don't know. It was kind of a pain in... It took a very long time. It, I was not enjoying it. I, I was couldn't not remember, enjoying it by the end. Or I couldn't figure out initially how to get more snowballs. So I think you start yeah. with like five and then you can go and pick up pick them up from you have to pick pits them of up. snow. But I just couldn't figure that out. <laughs> but yeah. it's funny. It's very sweet. And they have a really cute little hug after. And she goes, thank you. That really did, you know, cheer me up. So yep. it was nice. It's a lovely little moment. She goes back. But yes, that is a one of the five... Major decisions. I think it's five. Yeah. I should know I that off so the top of my well. head. But that is one of them. And we will get another one here in a few minutes. But <clears throat> before then, the next morning and just a straight shot of Geralt's feet. Yeah, weird, right? And that is now my phone wallpaper <laughs> and my computer wallpaper. <laughs> Geralt feet pics. Yeah, it's, I don't know, maybe. And I think that just shows how broken our fucking online brains are. Yeah, that wouldn't that have been a thing when they made it. Funny thing here, unnamed, a teacher at my school. So what we do is we have like these special days. And one of these was like, what was it like? It was like a dress up day versus like a frat bro day. And like the kids could dress up as one, you know, to kind of be fun. Mm -hmm. And this coach and teacher across the hall from me was wearing like flip flops. And I go into his room at the end of the day, the day's over. I go into his room and his feet are up on his desk, like uh barefoot. No, and I'm not joking. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm not joking. As soon as I saw it, my head was just like, oh, these kids, these kids, I guarantee it. Like they couldn't handle it. No. And I go and I go, hey, got your feet up. And he and he's a little bit older than me, but he's obviously not like online. Like, yeah, we are. like he's, he actually is, is sane, you know, <laughs> like his brain works at a normal function. Yeah. And he just was like, man, these kids kept making comments and like. I'm like, dude, you have no idea, do you? He's like, no. I'm like, your feet are probably everywhere. They will be like, all I'm, over the I online go, world now, sir. They will be all over <laughs> our high school. I go, I bet they have been seen by thousands of people by now. A girl walked into the room, like one of his like players or the manager or something like that, walked in the room and like she took like five steps and looked and was just like, like just wide open. I was like, <laughs> his feet are up. And she's like, oh my God, why are you? And she... She couldn't handle it. And he was just like, what is, what are y'all talking about? I'm like, dude, you have no idea. I go, I'm not oh, like no. feet 
is a thing people have he's like yeah people kept like taking pictures of him no i'm like dude and like these two girls there like could not look at him like because his feet were just up there and they were like sitting on this couch like with their back to it i'm like you can't sit there because his feet are right behind she's like no (laughs) i was just winding him up so bad but he could not get it and i'm like man i hate that i know that kids can't handle it it's so weird they can't handle it i got um my a food parcel delivered recently and what the couriers do now is that when you have opened the door of your house they have to put the parcel in through the open door and take a photo as evidence that it's been delivered and you know collected and someone put you know i answered the door somebody put the food parcel in on my doorstep and then took a photo and then you get sent the photo with an email and the photo is just like a box of food and then my feet beside it and I was like oh no like it's so disgusting and I was like why is it so disgusting it's not actually it's just feet it's honestly like (laughs) I'm I I honestly don't care but 100% whenever I'm taking like a picture down like I usually like my dog's doing something or something like that I will literally like sumo spread out yeah to where my or i will take the picture and edit it like screenshot it and then edit it out yeah and same. be like no i can't and when people do it too i'm just like i hear it when you can see somebody's little feet in the bottom of their picture yes. or like, like i would never ever i remember in my old flat when i would stream like i would walk i would have like more room than this so i'd be able to walk further back and i was just like i'm not I'm not I can't not have socks I don't know. or maybe even oh, okay. shoes on like See, I, I it just is, have my bare feet on it is different for you but like I don't care about that like when I do push-ups on stream like right now yeah. I don't I, it's too fucking hot okay well, yeah I we, know it's supposedly I know it's supposedly fall but no it is still like 35 celsius like 95 <laughs> yeah and it, you know, I've got these lights on and this room is terribly insulated so it is just hot as balls and so yeah I'll do that and I kind of do it on purpose because once I put them there, be like feet, feet. Yeah. <laughs> like put some socks on. I'm like no, you you don't be weird. You bit people. <laughs> oh, completely. And like I wind people up there as well because like to me, I don't get like grossed out, but I really don't. Mm-hmm. It's just so fucking funny to me how especially kids. It's just all in there, and like they don't actually have like that fetish, but it's just such an online fucking thing now. Yeah, it is for feet. So I was just. My eyes got so wide when I saw him there. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Just winding kids up. Hey, look at his, look at his feet over there. Oh, my God. What are you doing? And like literally to cap this off, a random person then came in also. And I went to be like, and I kind of pointed out. And I'm like, hey, look, look what he's doing. She's like, oh, I already took a picture of it. <laughs> she already did it like three hours ago. Yeah, that's so funny. I'm like, and I point. What the hell? Someone did you talking to you? Um, barely. Oh, fucking Siri came on. Is my watch or my phone? What the? Oh, that's I so guess weird. it has a feet foot fetish. I guess <laughs> weird. Okay, that was confusing. We said feet right. too many times and activated. I think it was theory. saying move this fucking podcast on. <laughs> okay, so we get that. Siri says, "Hey, we got to go to Bald Mountain in the mm-hmm. Witch's Sabbath because the guest of honor is Imlarith." Yes, and she wants to avenge Vesemir, so she wants to go and catch Imlarith by surprise. And yeah, I didn't. The Witch's Sabbath. Is this just some big festival? Yeah, it's the Crones. It's the Crones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't remember. Whenever I was thinking about this earlier, I was like, how does this tie back into the Crones? I was like, how? I don't understand when that happens, but this. And they have some kind of event. And Imlarith, for whatever reason, is their guest of honor. Yep. 
perfect perfect timing there like yes. right after this battle <laughs> i don't know convenient. how i don't know how long this time has been maybe i missed it it's but it a feels few like days later that a few days okay yeah i guess yeah Imler <laughs> i just love like Imlarith thinking of just the wild hunts, like, okay, we know Siri is at Kermorin. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I, I got this witch's Sabbath. I got this thing. I'm so can we like, honor. can we do this? Can we do this like a day? Can we do this like right now? Because, you know, I kind of. <laughs> and then they do that and it's all shit, you know, and went to hell. They didn't get serious, been a complete failure. And Imler's like, yeah. Um, I got this thing. Yeah. I'll see y'all in a week. I got a, I got a little thing. It was a pretty, <laughs> pretty engagement. You know, I've had it for a while. It's a yeah. witch's Sabbath. They're kind of expecting me. I really need to go. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the dumb stuff I think about <laughs> when they all like the calendars of this guy being like, yeah, I actually have a life here. It's not all about the wild hunt, you know. Just imagine he has a little assistant behind him going, and you've got this thing. Yeah. And Airden is like, look, no, I put a hold on all vacations. <laughs> and it's like, no, you agreed. You agreed to this last year. At the last <laughs> Sabbath, I said I could do it. And it's just like they get HR involved. The wild hunt <laughs> HR is there. And it's just like. We need to unionize. Yeah, we just <laughs> <a> wild hunt <laughs> in there. But yeah, there's the little guy behind, but like, um, yeah, we have the Sabbath. We gotta go. We gotta go. It's all right. That's the dumb shit that I think yeah. of <laughs> all day. So this is kind of a decision. Um, you can say, hey, uh, Emir wants to see you. This is not the actual big game-changing decision. You don't yeah. have to do it. You don't have to take Siri to Vizima. It does not do anything in regards to Ciri's fate but it does you have to do this to get the Ciri Empress ending you have to take her there yeah yeah this is like like you say you have to do it to unlock that ending I think yeah, is what, the, yeah. what they referred to yeah otherwise it's just one of the other two and it's still not a given if you take her there yeah. that she becomes it it's just the first step in that that you can cut off yeah and so you can say hey we gotta go see that father yours and Zima <laughs> and Ciri kind of leaves it up to you Yep. Which again is kind of one of those like you got to let her make her own decision kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Siri, come on. It's now. funny because Geralt says, you know, you can say you make up your own mind. And then she goes, she like knocks it back, like, well, I want to know your opinion. Yeah. And that's when you get the decision <laughs> on whether you're going. But there was a cool line where Geralt's like, this could be your last chance to see your dramatic pause father <laughs> i mean we knew that i guess it's just a reminder because it yeah. had been, it this could have been a very long time by playing this game if you've done like a hundred percent if you're doing all the side stuff it's very clearly a mm -hmm. yeah, remember this is your dad here i think he also felt weird probably saying it because he obviously feels like serious yeah, father absolutely and he's absolutely. like you're going to see your dad your real dad one of those, <laughs> one of those like uh guardians of the galaxy too where he might have been your father, but he ain't your daddy. <laughs> have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No, I haven't seen any you of them. You haven't. That's right. See, I've only seen the Guardians one. Okay, well, they make it kind of that thing there where it's like, yo, daddy. <laughs> oh, Michael Rooker, you legend. All right, so when you get there, the Chamberlain is Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. I always wonder why they decide to do these things. I just, I guess the lack of respect. Yeah. So it's just, God, it's so funny. Geralt, Geralt of Rivia. Geralt of Rivia and Emir gives the full-on title, Cirilla, Fiona, Ellen, Rhiannon, Duchess of Sodden, blah, 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 Ann Arbe, Yaba, all of that in there. And now is the next major decision, like basically 10 to 15 minutes after the previous <laughs> one, is this, you were hired essentially by Emir to bring Siri here. And Emir says, all right, here's your reward. And you just see Siri, <gasps> like, what? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's, so I think he offers something like, I don't know, but it's just a big pot of coin anyway. And this guy's walking towards Geralt with this pot of coin. You get your time decision as to whether you're going to accept it or not accept it. And yeah, Siri's face is kind of just very clear that she wasn't aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> so this is news to her. Um, and if you accept it, it is. She even goes, Geralt? Like, what? And he doesn't even look over his shoulder at her. He just, <sighs> with, and it's this most painfully long scene where the guy's like counting it out 10 by 10 or whatever. Um, and it's just horrific. Yeah. You can tell it she's heartbroken. It is so like, because first off, this is supposed to be like life, oh, bit my tongue there, life changing, <laughs> like coin. And it's this, it's this box. And I'm like, okay, that, that doesn't seem that much. Like, mm -hmm. I, always use this as a joke but in blood and wine we're gonna pay some fucking like street beggar like 400 yeah. to like give us information so i'm <laughs> like okay does this even cover that bribe to this mm -hmm. boot black so if you do it yes yeah, siri just again the eyes god it's they got the up. eyes yeah. down she's like Gar and yeah it's the camera's behind and Geralt kind of just kind of somewhat looks back and it's just like holy Ooh, shit it is so shit. painful and then 10 so 20 long. and Geralt's <laughs> hands are out. he doesn't even give you the box Geralt's no. hands are out and it just goes to a hundred and he gives you this bill that apparently is for like a hundred thousand, but you don't ever really get to just kind of speculate. You don't actually get to actually claim it. Oh, you don't. But again, I, yes. Um, I think it was Cindy might've said that in the discord, but basically, you know, again, this was the dead ass wrong decision. Yeah. They really, I think it's funny. Cause like Horrible. when you're making the decision, like, especially with the, the snowball fight one it's not obvious when you're actually selecting whichever option like because yeah. like you said saying the other line it is kind of good advice in some situations but then when you actually watch it play out you're like oh shit yeah that was wrong but yeah i i think it's kind of clear shouldn't really take the money but even the way they word it it's like it kind of toys with you because the way it's worded the option is something like accept it you know you don't need this money so it's kind of like yeah he's super rich we might as well take the money and put it towards something and that would be again like in real life you you would do that and siri would understand yeah like, that you would need that money especially what you're trying to do exactly it's going to help in, out a lot yeah but in this and it, it i do actually like the way they did it that you didn't tell like you did say hey the emperor wants to see you and then when you go there it's like it's for money yeah and it's like a betrayal and it's that yeah god it's like in my head as i watched last night i was like this is awful yeah it's uh, absolutely really not awful. nice to watch but if you refuse and you do the good one you do get a horse out of it yeah like he, he gives you a nilf guardian stallion and it's like as bad as that one was this one's just it's so like cute if you will because siri kind of like steps up like yeah mm. hmm. and then they t they hold hands it's like so underneath cute. and yeah. it's like oh the way she goes on sometimes is still very like childlike, isn't it? She'll it be is. like puffs her chest out, like ha. -ha. She literally like mm -mm. he's like that's up to she's like I want to talk to my or she's gonna take over. That's right because he's like get used to it. Everyone's gonna kneel before you, and he's like yeah, we're not done yet. Yeah, he's like that's up to Siri. She's like hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's it so is. funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's such like an like an old cartoon where it is just like mm. yeah, like a little girl <laughs> that finally got her way. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, the handhold for me was super super sweet. Yeah. And so when you do that, Emir says, I want to speak to my daughter alone. 
we go chill inside this little palace, which again, this is it's dec- it's all Nilfgaardianed out. But this is Vizima. This is the capital of Temeria that he has oh. taken over. So this is not in Nilfgaard. None of this is like Nilfgaardian architectures. They've just decked it out because I guess Emir is just chilling up there because it's closer to the war. Talk with Muvran. We get some information there about how Radovid's trying to make a counterattack. Blah, 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 blah. It's pretty much just updating you on the course of the war. Uh-huh. And every everyone seems to think it's a done deal that Siri will take the throne. Yeah. He's not talking about if or, you know, yeah. their He's plans like, who, otherwise. Who would turn that down? Yeah, he thinks this is kind of like the most sought after position and there's no chance that Siri would ever or anyone would ever turn down the position but also maybe turn down Emir. Yeah, and this is not something that would be <clears throat> like game spoiler. This is from like book lore that Muvran eventually is the Nilfgaardian Emperor. Ah. Because because of things that happen in the book canon that can or cannot happen. You can actually change uh, some things that happen. But in one of those, what Zukovsky likes to do is either before a chapter starts or dead ass in the middle of a chapter, just take like two paragraphs and throw you 30, 100, 200 years into the future. Really? With, yes, it does <laughs> it. And it happens so goddamn. And Lady of the Lake is the one where it is something happens and then you go 80 years in the future. And you're like, oh, oh so they didn't do that. And then you go back and then you go 40 and it just do, 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 do. So yeah. yeah, the time jumps of Lady of the Lake are in fucking sane. And so, yeah, Muvran is from the books. He does eventually become Emperor Book Lore. But for here, he is just a general. And this was the guy who was supposed to be leading that Nilfgaardian division at Kaer Morin. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, He's I don't the think he would have been too bad. I think they should have just brought him in. Yeah, but yeah, that's... That wouldn't be for the plot, though. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It would be It would be a bit much. But they did kind of... Witcher Ego got in the way and maybe Vesemir wouldn't have died mm. maybe not but again also if they're fighting this war that's like a stalemate and he takes an Guardian division and throws it randomly out here that might have kind of that merchant's guild who's kind of yeah. knocking on his door might have been a little more upset about that mm-hmm. but as we're talking there it doesn't last too long Siri interrupts and is upset at his absurd offer which she does not even say what exactly what it is other than i mean she already knew it was about taking the throne right there yeah and so we never learn the exacts of what he's of what emir actually says to siri Mm -hmm. yeah she says something like if he if he thinks he can buy me then he's you know got another thing coming essentially but yeah we don't know the the details of it and she seems really upset the way she like bursts through the doors like she's visibly angry she does. She won't even talk about it. And yet she said buy off. And the, I mean, the most logical thing to me is simply saying you're going to be the emperor. You're going to be wealthy. You're going to take over, you know, be powerful. I don't think this is what it was referring to. But part of me just thinks of what he was trying to do in the books that they are not doing in the show. I don't believe like mm. the way well, that the show has kind of set up to what it is. It can't happen because. In the show at the end of season two, he announces to everybody that he's yeah. her daughter. And it's you know, not a it's secret. Kind of, yeah. It's not really a secret. And we can all we can talk about it because the games do not have the false Siri character. It got cut out. I think yeah. I talked about it before that initially that was supposed to be Ceres. Oh Skellige was supposed to be the false Siri, and they're like, No, 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 we won't do it. But yes, in the books, like Emir was trying to marry Siri. And they were going to have a kid because, I don't know, like Sapkowski had maybe gotten like a 
he'd been reading too much Game of Thrones yeah. and was like, hey, I kind of like this Targaryen <laughs> thing. I like it. I like yeah, it works. Incest. It works. <laughs> because Emir knew about the Edlian's prophecy and, you know, the whole thing was trying to find Ciri and they were supposed to have a baby because her offspring was going to save the world. And yeah, they kind of cut that out. I think rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> from the games Got a bit and weird. the show. So I don't think that's what this absurd offer was, but it is something where if she was actually told it, that she'd be like, what the fuck? Be disgusted. No. Yeah. She yeah. would be disgusted and angry and burst out of there. I think it was genuinely him just trying to appeal to her. Like he would appeal to everybody else and say, you'll have fortunes and power. And she just does not give a shit about that. Yeah. It's not at the forefront of her mind at all at this point in the game. No, which is why we had to talk about it in the discord. When we <laughs> get to the endings. Yeah. That would be fun. I'm ready to start fighting and dying on a bunch of hills towards the end of this game. I'm not dying on any hills yet. No. I'm just gearing up and preparing <laughs> for the end game. But with that, we're off to Bald Mountain. And then that's uh, that's going to do it for the morning the morning period of the Battle of Kaer Morin. And mm -hmm. Vesemir is over. And it's off uh, for revenge. R.I.P. Vesemir. It was a great, great way to go out. I don't think he died like a louse. Yeah, like in the yeah, he definitely didn't. But I don't know, maybe because we got to see what he did. That oh, very literally true. only only Siri would be able to say what exactly happened. Yeah, and she might again. She in a very traumatic time, mm -hmm. kind of forget what exactly happened. So maybe, maybe she was repressing those memories. And you can see the psycho psycholo psychology teacher in me is uh, mm -hmm. firing off a bunch of shit, but. All right, that's going to do it for this week. Um, as always, big thanks to Martheus983. Editing, putting this on YouTube. Make sure to check that out. You can see all the pink. I love hot pink. It's so much of my stuff. Oh, my God, it is. It. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, I love one thing because it's easy to find, like my AirPod case. Yeah. You can't fucking lose this thing. No. But I just, I love the hot pink, especially uh, like with white and all that. Not mm -hmm. like a light pink. See, uh, I, I like a light pink. pink. You do? Yeah, I like a light pink, but I just wear okay. black all the time. Black, gray, or white. <laughs> that's kind of, that's what overwhelming majority of my wardrobe is because it's all coaching shit and I don't buy new clothes. I can't bring it in me. I don't have to, any new clothes, new clothes, man. I just wear jumpers ah. and like leggings. I just have athletic gear. That's mm -hmm. it. <laughs> all right. Which again, you can always see what we wear. Uh, they're on YouTube, so make sure to check that out. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, especially about some stuff we may have missed or uh, did you know in there. Find us on Twitter at Witcher Podcast, on Instagram at Witcher Pod. And the best place to find us and discuss with us is on Discord. We will put that link in there. I will always make sure that it's a never expiring link. I yeah. won't make those <laughs> mistakes again if I do that. So find us there. Again, uh, comment on that. Any questions you have, it's like a direct ear to us. I've gotten some DMs on Instagram and I look and I'm like, oh fuck, that was from two weeks ago. That was from I know, two days I'm ago. I'm so bad at Instagram yeah. DMs. Sorry yeah. if but I've missed this, it. Don't DM us on Instagram. Don't DM us like unless it's something specific about it. Put it in the Discord so yeah. we can have the discussion. Because we get some very good discussions there, very much insights, you know. Uh like the main thing we want to hear is what's not what happens. Like, you know, like say like oh if this happens this happens like we, we're kind of going to know that unless we've asked about it in there mm -hmm. like we want like insight in it like think about it like when like we've given our insight here of why we think it's kind of weird that the witchers didn't go help yeah. out like if you have a think you have a good reason or something like that why they did or why they did not as well um put it in there yeah because it's like i said it's direct ear there 
all information we put behind the scenes stuff there. We open up questions and stuff there. So yeah, it's a very, very good place to get a hold of us on the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, big thanks to patrons Hal, Jack, Maddie, M Jags, Jorgen, Tim, Ragequit Jackson, and Jeanette. Uh, we have a Patreon link down there as well. We are currently covering House of the Dragon season one. We're going to record a two-part episode tomorrow. I'm so excited. So the show is so fucking good. I think I've said it before on the last episode. If you did not like the way that Game of Thrones ended, or if you didn't like all the action towards it as of now, this mm-hmm. show clearly realized what was so great about Game of Thrones, that it is great writing, great acting, drama out the ass, but mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And the last two episodes have had like no action and they've been my favorite and it just oh. keeps getting better. It's all intrigue. It's they realized what was great about the Game of Thrones and they're fucking hitting it out of the park. Absolutely. Like, I can't decide which episode is my favorite. Mine's the last one. Like, each, it's, every, every, it's every always the I'm last like, episode. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah, because that last one was very good. And I, I'm excited. Tomorrow we'll be watching episode six and recording the podcast straight after that. So I'm really looking forward to yep. it. We're going to talk about five and six for that. That would have been like a week after this one comes out because this episode doesn't come out for like eight whole yes so when this episode comes out i will be lying by the pool in cyprus reading the witcher (laughs) there you go i will be here that's right that's cool it's two it's two weeks i get my four-day weekend oh that's right yeah yeah so by all means check that out if you're watching that show a lot of insight i I nerd out on a lot of historical stuff there so uh, if you want to hear that that's good and i think we've all kind of already said but once that ends, the next part of the Patreon is going to be us like live commentating on season one of The Witcher. I think we might need to just like just get drunk and do that. <laughs> I think we're going to go funnier. back. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go back to season one. It'll be kind of like the live commentary. So we'll say we're hitting start now and then you can kind of watch it and we'll talk about it as it happens, because I have not watched the first season. Um, I don't God, remember. It, yeah, like two years, I think, when I did it. Um, I think I maybe I... watched it just before the release of Series 2, just as a little recap. See, I didn't even, I couldn't even bring myself to rewatch <laughs> it. I couldn't. I think I did some. I think I did for Winds Howling, the um, right. the mainly Netflix podcast that I do. I think I did a somewhat refresher of that. We did an episode, but I did not, re- I could not rewatch <laughs> a lot of that. So, But everything uh, has be fun. price. Yeah, pretty oh. exactly. There you go. So I think that'll be something good to do. And we'll put out one, you know, uh, an episode every month or at least every couple of weeks. But we'll get more into that after House of the Dragon ends. Lucy, where can we find you? Um, You can find me on Twitter and Twitch mainly, uh, but everywhere at Lucy J. Robin. All right. You can find me on Twitter at The Fox Bride 4, on Twitch and Instagram at The Fox Bride. And join us next time as we dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Oh.